Most of you have been here long enough to know what Know Your Bible Sunday is all about. Very simply, for you newcomers, you guests, uh, my task in the next 30 minutes or so, uh, my goal actually, involves money. Uh, That's a rare thing at Northside. We don't do that very often, talk specifically about money and a need for financing something. Basically twice a year we do it. Uh, the fall we talk about Know Your Bible, the TV ministry. In the spring we talk about our missions work. And other than that, uh, other than general Bible teaching on it, uh, we don't bother you too much about money. But this is our biggest outreach work and we devote one Sunday a, a year to talking about it. Uh, My, I said my goal was to talk about money, uh, specifically, more specifically. Uh, if you've been giving to know your Bible, uh, I hope I convince you to maintain that giving or increase it if possible. Uh, if you haven't been giving, I hope I convince you to consider giving to know your Bible. And if you're visiting with us, uh, we usually say this is family business and you don't need to worry about it. Uh, but if you're visiting with us and Want to consider giving to know your Bible? That'll be just fine. Uh, well, last year we did this annual event and we had a couple visiting from another state actually, but they were in the viewing area. And once they heard about Know Your Bible and what it does, they decided that was worthy of contribution. Uh, began sending us a monthly check to help support the work in their area. So, uh, visitors are welcome to listen however you wish to listen to this one. Uh, there's a handout, and hopefully you got it on your way in. Uh, hopefully you've got it read, or we'll late to, wait till later to read it. Uh, hint, hint. I'd prefer you pay attention to me while we talk about some other things that aren't in the handout. Uh, the handout's all the facts and figures and details and uh, maps and everything you need to know about Know Your Bible in a real short summary. Uh, we're going to talk about a few other things during this period, but that'll back up whatever you need to know. Uh, this is the 28th year we've done this. The 28th and Know Your Bible Sunday. Uh, when you've done anything for 28 years, there's a lot of routine in it. A lot of it becomes routine. Uh, taping the program is pretty well routine now. 28 years ago when we started, man, it was a, a, a big thing. Uh, we spent a lot of time preparing and uh, worrying about it and learning how to do what and all that, and now it's pretty routine. Uh, Monday morning, waiting for the questions to come off of the message machine or to read the operator's uh, sheets or get the emails that have come in over the, the weekend usually, uh, that's kind of routine. There's going to be a lot of questions on Monday and many of them new ones. Uh, opening the mail when it comes. There's always some bills in there for Know Your Bible. TV stations, uh, long distance service, uh, the things that we get billed for, uh, those are just routine and they routinely get paid. Know Your Bible Sunday, in many ways, is kind of routine. And and as I thought about how many times we've done it and all that, I thought, you know, there is a lot of routine. 
But the amazing thing about Know Your Bible, there's still so many surprises. There's still so many things that even after 28 years, you kind of open your eyes and you say, wow, that is really amazing. One recent one was at the uh, reunion Sunday a few weeks ago. Those of you that were here know we had displays about all the ministries around the building. And there was one display about Know Your Bible. And it had some maps in it. And when I first went up and looked at it, uh, after it was completed, I thought, wow. I mean, I knew all that stuff. But to see it, uh, to look at it and see over on the left-hand side, uh, a little Kansas map with Bill and Lewis standing beside it, uh, where we had a pin in every place we got a phone call from, because when we started, we just covered about two-thirds of Kansas, and that was it. That was, that was pretty exciting. And then from that map, it went to a, a United States map, and red threads and pins went to all the states where we now have Bible Correspondence Course students. They're in 48 states. When we started, we thought, oh, we get a few counties in Kansas. That's a pretty big deal. And all of a sudden now, well, not all of a sudden, it took 28 years, but uh, there's 48 states that have our students in them. And the map went from there over to a world map. There's 29 foreign countries where people are studying the Bible with Know Your Bible Correspondence Courses. Now, the Internet has helped a lot of that. We, we have expanded our broadcast range, but people pass through it and become students and recommend it to families, and uh, people get on the Internet and find us, and it's spread everywhere. Now, that's kind of a wow surprise moment when you look at what's really happened. Uh, anytime I get a phone call, not anytime, but a lot of times when I get a phone call or uh, open a letter from some student or viewer or whatever, uh, there's some surprising moments in those, the exciting moments. It's always kind of exciting to answer the phone when a, a viewer calls during the week because usually about 30 seconds into it, they recognize my voice and figure out I'm that guy on TV. And they get all excited and happy about that. Yeah. And that's fun for me because when you guys call during the week <laughs> and I answer, most of you say, oh, Steve, <laughs> I wanted Sandy or Becky. The best one I ever got, somebody called and I said, Northside Church of Christ. They said, oh, Steve, uh, I guess nobody's there. Yeah. So it's always fun to get somebody that's happy to talk to you. But anyhow, the, the phone calls and the letters that come in, um, I make a note of them or the letter I take and I put them in a little folder. Well, it's not a little folder anymore. It's a big folder. But I put them in there and when it comes this time of year, I open it up and I grab out the last few months and look through there and I'm reminded again why I know your Bible is such a great work. 
the surprises that I find in that folder are good to look back over. Here's one we got this morning, actually. I opened the mail this morning. Bill will remember Robert from Wheatland, Missouri. Uh, Robert sends us a lot of mail. And Robert writes long dissertations on things and sometimes Xeroxes lots of pages or something and sends it to us and tells us what we ought to talk about and uh, it usually includes a $20 check. But Robert can go on and on about a lot of things, but this time, Bill, it was just this long. Robert said, you should have some reruns with Bill and Lewis on them. <laughs> said, I miss them both. Robert. Get all kinds of surprises. Got uh, this little note with a check in it from Cambridge, Kansas. A couple named Bud and uh, Jan. She wrote the letter. She said, Dear, Joe, Dear Steve, my husband and I are 84 and 83. We're definitely limited on our getting out and about. Bud had a stroke a few years ago, and I use a walker. Uh, we no longer attend church physically, but we watch TV programs. Uh, your Know Your Bible program is our favorite. The dear Lord is truly blessing you and Toby. Thank you for the thorough detail to our question. And she mentions the question. They had called one in and we answered it. She said, your research explains it all. And we sincerely appreciate your effort to do this for us. The enclosed contribution is for your ongoing ministry, Bud and Jan. Surprises all the time. People out in the middle of nowhere that can't get to church, that learn from Know Your Bible and appreciate what they learn. Get a complaint or a criticism every once in a while. This one, I got an email a few weeks ago. And uh, the question about the sons of God and the daughters of men and having giants and all that, we get that all the time. And we explain it every once in a while. And it's not what some people have been taught, that there's these angelic beings and giants and all of that. We explain that's not quite what it means. Anyhow, this person sent an email in. Says, when you answer, Percy explains what he believes, and it's the extreme on that verse. Then he says, when you answer questions and they are so far off, we just change the channel. <laughs> now you got to think about that a little bit. When we answer one so far off, it makes them change the channel. That means they're watching all the time. You know, they may not like some of them, but but they're watching. And when one doesn't suit them, they they change it maybe. But next week it seems like they're back. Get a lot of emails from my friend Catherine. Now I don't know Catherine, but I think if I ever met her, I'd like her. Uh, Catherine explains Catholic doctrine to me in great detail. Anytime that we answer a question that's got a little something to do with Catholic doctrine, or maybe sometimes it isn't, she just feels we're off base, she explains it to me in, in great detail. Uh, I don't know who Catherine is. I kind of envision her as a nun. I think she is. She signs her letters, most humble servant of his precious blood. And she doesn't agree with everything we answer. But she's watching. 
He's watching all the time. Got one from somebody that I thought was very interesting. When we changed sets and changed the format and the way we did the screen, they had a whole new graphic system and all that. We set it up and we had the scripture and then the Bible reference was at the bottom. And we didn't, couldn't tell from what we were watching, but once we got out there, uh, the scroll at the bottom was covering up the Bible scripture. So somebody uh, wrote in about that and said, would it be possible uh, to get the scripture references where they're visible all the time? But the cool thing was they went on and said, we like to write these numbers down and check things out in the Bible after the program is over. I thought, that's pretty good. That sounds almost Berean, in fact, doesn't it? Get lots of surprises like that all the time. Got one letter not too long ago. I happened to open the mail that day, and uh, had it wasn't addressed to a grader, so I didn't know it was for the graders, but there were some lessons in it. But there's also a small money order. It uh, wasn't many dollars at all, but little money order, and then a small note that said, uh, these are my first lessons, also enclosed in a money order to help know your Bible stay on the air. I really enjoy the show. After listening to Steve last Sunday, I decided to put my trust in God and give 10% of my paycheck, even though I never make it from one to the next. I wish my flock would listen that well. One fellow wrote in and explained that he goes to Calvary Chapel here in Wichita, but he always watches us before he leaves for church. And his last line said, I'm trying to get our pastor to tape and watch Know Your Bible. <laughs> but that pastor's thrilled, don't you? <laughs> All kinds of surprises. Brookings, South Dakota is a small town of little ways from... Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where we just recently started broadcasting well, a couple of years ago now. Brookings, very small town, very small church, little white church building. Jim Mettenbrink is the minister there, great guy, so committed. He's uh, been one of the longest-term preachers in that mission field. Hard worker, uh, loves Know Your Bible, and spends a lot of uh, their time and money advertising it in their area, hoping people will watch it. He called the other day, well, a few months ago, all excited. He was so fired up. Now, here in Northside, we get visitors every week. We've got lots of visitors here today. Brookings, South Dakota doesn't get many visitors. But he called and said, yesterday, he said to the couple that lives 25 miles from here, which isn't far in South Dakota, lives 25 miles from here, and they're Lutherans. But they watch Know Your Bible every Sunday before they go to church. And we advertise Brookings every so often on the program. All the churches that support us, we advertise. So they saw that advertisement. Yeah, they drove all the way to Brookings to visit. Showed up at worship one Sunday. That's a pretty exciting thing in Brookings, South Dakota. Jim Mettenbrink was surprised and called to let me know how exciting that was. Uh, our goal when we started Know Your Bible, we said, was to help every congregation of the Church of Christ that was in our viewing area. That was kind of a 
seemed like kind of a huge goal, but that's really how we envisioned the program working. If it's broadcast into your area and uh, there's a graduate of the program course in your area, uh, we want you to know about it. We'll send you the certificate. We want you to deliver it. We want you to get to know that person in your community. And that's how we saw it working. And it works that way a lot. Uh, Moline, Illinois is one of the places we broadcast into. Got a note from them not too long ago that a Know Your Bible had, a Know Your Bible viewer had called their congregation because we advertise Moline occasionally. Uh, they called and the woman said she needed prayers and wished that somebody would contact them, would come to their house and visit with them. Uh, one of the elders there in Moline uh, took that assignment and went and visited with them, prayed with them, and set up a Bible study, began to study. Uh, when he wrote this note to us, he was explaining that he had just baptized the husband. Okay. Uh, that's what we expect the program to do, but it's still such a wonderful uh, surprise when we read it and see it and have names attached to it. Uh, some of you know Bob Housby, the minister now up in Muscatine, Iowa. Uh, he's familiar with the program from when he was in Shell Knob. Uh, he wrote the other day that he had delivered a certificate a few weeks ago to a young man named Jeff, set up a Bible study with him, had studied with him, and had baptized him. And he was looking forward to Sunday when he could introduce him to the brotherhood. Continually, those kind of things happen. Uh, why do all those things happen? I mean, that's what we're really thinking about this morning. Is why is this program worthy of your contribution? Uh, I think there's two big reasons, two parts to why all those good things happen. Uh, the first one is that somebody sows the seed. From the very start, we've said, that's our job, sow the seed. You read the parable of the sower. That's all God commands us to do. He tells us to sow. And he says sometimes it's going to hit bad soil, and sometimes it's going to hit some soil that lasts for a little while, and sometimes it's going to hit really good soil. But you just broadcast. Well, that's what Know Your Bible does. That's all it does. It just sows the seed, and we don't know where it's going to land. And it's not just Toby and I speaking on TV. It's people that are grading the correspondence courses, people that are answering the phones, people that are delivering certificates. All of those people are just sowing. They're watering a little bit, but mainly they're just getting the seed out there. That's the A part of this reason. The second part is because then God does his thing. Isaiah 55:11 God says if you sow it if my word goes out it will not come back void it will accomplish the purpose for which I intended so that's the first reason if somebody sows like we're supposed to and then God does what he's supposed to when that seed lands on good soil the power is in the word but, but the second part that I think is important for us to understand is not only does somebody sow and then God do his part, but the other part is behind the scenes, somebody's got to pay for all this. Yeah. 
Somebody pays for it. And that's what we talk about this one time a year. Uh, find a way to contribute to Know Your Bible over and above our regular contribution and all of that. And when somebody pays for it, then, it's just like the first reason, then God does His part. God takes care of things. And what He does, He promises in Luke 6.38, He says, you give and it will be given to you. So somebody gives, and he takes care of them. He explains that further in 2 Corinthians 9 8. He says, if you give, God will make all grace abound to you so that you can always help in anything you want to help in. We leave that second part out sometimes. We don't think about it. We look at our budget and our, our giving, and we think, well, I'm giving all I can to this and all that. God promised he'll take care of you. And for 28 years, we've seen that reinforced. 28 years ago, some people gave really, really, really sacrificially to get this program started. And they haven't gone broke. They're doing fine. Because God kept his promise in Luke 6.38 and 2 Corinthians 9.8. So somebody sows and God does his part. And then somebody pays for it and God does his part. That's why this program works. That's why it's worked for 28 years. Now, when you look at this handout, there's, there's some big numbers on there. And you look at that big bottom number and you think, man, I can't, I can't do much with that. Well, all of those phone calls and letters and all of that that I just read you, they didn't have anything to do with that big number. They were down in the quarter range, folks. They were down to 25-cent range. If you added all up, all the households that are watching, all the people, all the areas and the markets and the cost of airtime and the cost of everything, it's still less than a quarter a household per week. Uh, the first time that Robert or Bud or Jan or uh, Catherine or uh, any of those people that I mentioned, the first time they saw Know Your Bible, it cost somebody a quarter. Yeah. That's a pretty good buy. That's a real good buy. To get into a household, to begin to teach the gospel, begin to teach the respect for the word that we do and all the things that we've been talking about this morning uh, for less than a quarter. Uh, you, you could pay for that all year for $13. Any house I mentioned, you, you can cover that house for $13 a year. So that's where we're talking. I, I know it all adds up to a big number. You, you could pay for four households for a dollar a week. Okay? The surprising thing is to, to think back through that every time one of these instances happens. You learn, so I learned something about somebody's quarter just last Sunday. I stayed through, I worked in the afternoon and was here, and the phone rang about 4 o'clock, I think. And I looked at the caller ID to see if it was one of you, and I didn't need to answer or what. <laughs> I looked at the caller ID, and it was, it was Ava, Missouri. 
I don't know anybody in Ava, Missouri, but I thought, well, it might be somebody got a hold of the phone number somehow, watched the program this morning or something. So I picked it up and said, Northside Church of Christ. I talked to Mrs. Lane. Mrs. Lane was very happy to talk to me. <laughs> she, she said, in fact, she started out, she said, oh, I hope somebody would answer this afternoon. And then pretty soon she figured out who I was, and I was the guy on TV. Then she was really happy to talk to me. But she said, I just wanted to call and thank you. I just wanted to call and thank the people that do know your Bible. Because I've been recording it and watching it for years. She said, my husband, when I started watching, he wasn't an atheist, but he was pretty close. He said, but I watched Know Your Bible every week, and he got where he had watched with me. He said, he was recently baptized. She said, we found a church of Christ near us to start attending. And she said, I just wanted to tell somebody there that going to church and sitting with my children and my grandchildren and especially my husband is the greatest feeling in the world. That was a quarter pretty well spent. I don't know whose it was. It'd kind of be fun to know whose quarter it was, wouldn't it? Doesn't matter really in the grand scheme of things. It does matter in one way because there's a lot of folks here who know it wasn't your quarter because you're not participating and know your Bible. And I'm not picking on you because I understand that's fine. You may have another ministry that's just as rewarding or more rewarding, and that's great. We don't say everybody ought to participate and know your Bible. But what we've taught over the years is our first giving ought to be to maintaining the congregation here and all that. And then as we grow in the grace of giving and learn more about it and want to test God like he says to test him, we look for other good ministries to sow into. And you may have some great ones that you give to, and I'm thrilled to death that you do. But if you're looking to grow in the grace of giving, if you've come to that point in your maturity where you're ready to take that step and want to test God, I can fully recommend Know Your Bible. There's still surprises every day from this program. When we sow and when we pay for it and God does His part, He continues to bless the work. The process to do that is tucked into your little handout. There's a pledge form there. Uh, some people give one time a year when they get a bonus or something. Some people uh, give weekly. Some people monthly. Uh, you just write on your check memo down there that you want so much of this check to go to know your Bible. Uh, lots of different ways to do it. And we need this to kind of give us an idea of how much support there is for Know Your Bible. Uh, we make commitments out of ways, we sign a year contract with all the TV stations, so in a few months here they're going to start calling me and say, you're going to re renew for another year? Well, if the congregation supports it, we will. Uh, if there ever comes a year when you don't support it, then we won't renew for a year. But uh, that's what we use the pledge form for. 
if you've done this before and you know all about it and you're ready to turn it in today, fine. We prefer that you take it home and pray about it for a week. Take it home, talk to your family, talk to your kids about it. Uh, decide what you can manage and uh, include that part that God's going to do his part. Turn it in next week, if you would, please. Uh, get them in as soon as possible so we can know what our commitments can be. Uh, the lesson is yours and the decision is yours about Know Your Bible. Uh, we never know, of course, the hearts of the people that are in our audience. Uh, there may be somebody here that uh, needs to make a change in their life. Knows enough about the gospel message and who Jesus is that they're ready to give their life to him. Uh, Our elders will be down here at the front, whatever your need might be. Come, let's uh, stand and sing. If you need to come, come down.